Please be advised this episode contains material that may be sensitive to our listeners. If you feel you are in a crisis or know someone in a crisis, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It is a free 24-hour hotline at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. Your call will be connected to the crisis center nearest to you. If you are in an emergency, call 911 or go to your nearest emergency room. This is Jade. This is Carly. And this is Mommy's Tell All. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Mommy's Tell All. It's a little bit of a different episode today. Carly and I are each doing an in-depth interview with our mothers. And we did something kind of like this when we had our mothers on for Mother's Day a while back. But now we're doing kind of just an interview with our mom. So my mom, Kimberly, is here with me. Hello, everybody. (laughs) She came down to visit Brooks and Emmy, and I sprung her on this. So she's being a trooper to do the interview with me. I feel like as an adult and a mom now, I have such a different appreciation for my mother. And, you know, we always know one side of our moms, but we don't really know a lot about what they've been through and we just wanted to kind of get to know our moms better and hopefully you guys will enjoy that too. Thank you for having me first of all. Um, Thank you Tanner for putting up with me. Um, I love my granddaughter Emmy so much and Brooks and I'm so proud of Jade. Every moment I get to spend with her and watch her be a mother is a joy. Oh, thank you. I cry on this podcast a lot. Now people can know where I get it from because I always <laughs> get super emotional. You're getting emotional already. <laughs> I know. But thank whenever, you. Whenever I get to be a part of your life, it means so much to me. Yeah, I guess for those listening out there who don't know, my mom lives in Nebraska, and that's where I'm from. I was born in Colorado, but I grew up in Nebraska, pretty much considered my home. And so my mom lives back there with her boyfriend, Steve. And uh, how often do we get to see each other? Maybe once every couple months, I feel like. Yeah, once every couple months, I get to fly right out of North Platte, and it takes me four or five hours to get here, but... Um, it's not too bad. I get to spend time on my own and then come here and enjoy every moment and hopefully help you guys out and spend the day with Emmy and and Brooks and you and Tanner. And I love Nebraska. I get to come out here and have some sunshine in the winter. I don't know what there is to love about Nebraska. (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, (laughs) Slow pace of life. It is. No, there's something to appreciate about that kind of lifestyle. I mean, I grew up with it. I grew up in the country. There are things that I do miss for sure. But it is so much fun having you here because I get to watch Emerson especially bond with you and play with you and get to know her grandma, which is really special to me. And then just you being such a help with Brooks this week was nice because it's a lot with two littles. I'm sure you can remember you had, well, I remember by the time you were 29, you already had three kids, Mm -hmm. which is crazy because I'm 32 and I have two and I can't imagine. I mean, I know so many women out there have that, but for myself, I'm like, I can't imagine. And you had me so young. You had me when you were... 
21. Yep. 21. Yeah. 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 Yeah, So you know how the, how it went and you, I mean, you and dad, especially because when I was born and then Zach was born, you both were so young and you both were, well, you college college students. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We were college students. We were young. We were married one month before we found out that I was pregnant with you. So you were like a honeymoon baby (laughs) for sure. And, uh, we just, the minute we saw you, we loved you no matter how young we were, you know, we just, you, you lit up the room from the day you were born. And that's why Emmy reminds me so much of you. I see so much of you and her every day. Which is funny because I think she's such an extroverted kid and I guess I was like that as a child, but I feel I'm so introverted now. And so it's funny for me to look back, although I am goofy with her. I guess she brings out my goofy side. Yes, she likes to talk like you do. Yeah. You talked from the the time you were like 10 months old and you would talk for hours and she does that too. So she's... She's funny that way. <laughs> she likes to tell a story, even if she you does. Even if you can't understand half of it, <laughs> she definitely likes to tell you a story. Yeah, and I love that she calls me Graham Graham. Graham Graham. I know she's so cute. What was it like being twenty-one, just married, and then all of a sudden getting pregnant and having a baby? What was that like? Do you remember? Um. Yeah, I do. I. I mean, we got married and we knew from the time we got married, I I guess we were like you and Tanner because we only knew each other for five months when we got married and right away I was pregnant, but we knew we wanted to have kids. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you came quicker or sooner <laughs> than we expected, but I had my sister Courtney, well, she came along when I was 17, so I already knew what it was like or what it would take to have a baby Yeah, because I had that experience. And so when you came along, it wasn't just like I hadn't had a baby in my life and took care of it. Mm-hmm. So when you came along, you were just, you were such a pleasant surprise that we were so overjoyed and we were so in love with you that... You know, at being being young, I always knew I wanted to be a mother. Were you guys excited? Like, was dad excited? Or were you guys more, I mean, obviously it was probably like a shock. But were you guys ready? We weren't ready, like, financially. Definitely not, because we, your dad went to school. Um, and then he would work, you know, opposite of what I would work. So we would trade off. So financially, no, we weren't ready. Yeah. But um, we just made it work. We, Yeah. I remember that as a kid, actually. I remember when you, I think it was when you worked at the uh, florist. Yeah. I worked at the flower shop and I delivered flowers in the afternoon. And then your dad would go to school and he would teach during the day. Yeah. And so one of us was always home with you. Yeah, but yeah, I, re- I remember that because I do remember sometimes dad would have to make dinners and he would make us like, I mean, it was like the same old things he only knew how to make. It was either like spaghetti or grilled cheese it was or hot dogs. Oh, you yeah. know, it was nothing that... 
<laughs> macaroni and cheese or yeah it was just like the same old four things that dad was like what do you want <laughs> and I, I i remember always being kind of like he would make a joke about himself about it and us kids thought it was funny but i had to have been i don't know four i remember her dad graduating and going yeah and going to his graduation for yeah you um, were four years old when he graduated from yeah, college occupational mm-hmm. therapy school yeah i remember that yeah. Well, Carly and I found these questions. It says it's the 38 conversation starting questions to ask your mom right now. We found these on the Huffington Post, but I'm not going to ask you all 38. I did read these and I thought they were really great questions to get to know you more deeply and get a better sense of your past and your life experiences and just who you really are. Uh, the first question I want to ask you is, what's one of your earliest memories Actually, one of my earliest memories is not a good memory, but I remember um, we lived in Oregon and my dad had moved out and my mom and dad were getting a divorce. I think I was like three, three or four. And he had come back to our house and he had told my mom that her brother had just passed away. And that was Zach. Yeah, his name was Zach, and that's who Zach's named after. Um, It was her brother. He was 26 years old, and he had killed himself. And I remember my dad coming over and telling my mom and hearing her scream down the hallway, and I think I was three or four. Jeez. Um, That's my first memory. That's, That's sad, Mom. Yeah. You were scared, or? I just remember her screaming and crying and then my dad I don't think I think he had already moved out at that time but he had picked up some stuff at the house and so I remember watching him drive down the road with a truck and trailer and that was my last memory of my dad for quite a while because then my mom and dad weren't married anymore Uh, I love you mom I love you too Nana she was the best mom that she could be. She had her ups and downs, definitely married many times when I was a kid, moving around. My stepdad, when I was nine years old, killed himself in our house. So I would say my childhood, and I don't know your grandpa Skinner, my dad, very well. Um, I would spend a couple of weeks with him in the summer here and there, but I did not, and I don't really have a relationship with him now. I don't really know him. So it makes me really happy when I see you kids have like a stable life for your children. That's what I always wanted for you kids. So I tried to make it as best as I could, knowing what I did, which I didn't have the best examples. But I think that's all you can do, you know, is just try to make, like you said, your life for your kids better than the life you had. Right. I was just recently on a podcast with Crystal from Bachelor in Paradise and Rachel, and we were talking about how she didn't have, like, the most stable childhood and just, like, breaking the chains and ending generational curses or, you know, whatever you want to call that and just trying to make a better life for yourself and a better life for your family and your future generations so right right yeah and I think that sometimes when you're broken as a child you really know what's more important when you have your children and you really know what you want to teach them more Mm -hmm. like the love 
and loyalty that you feel towards your family. You just know that's how important that is. I have my sister who is four years older than me, Julie, who I depended on a lot. She really um, stepped in a couple of times when I really needed that mother figure, that strong, dependable figure. She she really helped me out a lot. Yeah, no, Aunt Julie's a good woman. Yes, she is. <laughs> yes. It's nice, at least, you know, because not everybody does have somebody like that, at least like through all the crap. Right. You know, you did have at least somebody who you felt like you could talk to or if you needed in a, in a circumstance, you at least had somebody. Right. Because I do know that Nana was not the most stable. Uh, no, she had her ups and downs. And um, being a child of someone who's bipolar, uh, you kind of ride the waves with them. Mm-hmm. So, but she had a good heart and she she's, loved you kids. She still does. Yeah. Yes. No, she's definitely a better grandma than she ever was a mom. And I think you get to appreciate that now that I'm a grandma. Yeah. I can see, you know, how she loved you kids so much. This is not a question on my list, but what is it like to be a grandma? Uh, It's awesome because you can appreciate your job, how hard it is. But at the same time, we get to be fun. Yeah. (laughs) I get to come here and be fun and let Emmy eat snacks, cookies, whatnot. Yeah. And I look at you and you're like, no, mom. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess just a little bit. <laughs> but I get to see the steps. I mean, since I don't get to see her for two months, I get to see the steps that, you know, she's growing. You get to see her every day. So you yeah. might not notice it as much, but I get to see, you know, now that she's talking sentences mm-hmm. before she was just talking words. She just so enjoys life. I really appreciate that. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how Brooks turns out, too, how, yeah. he, how he forms his personality. But he's just been so smiley this weekend, and I've really enjoyed that, just he, holding him. Yeah, he's a little cutie. He is. I want to take a second really quick to talk about prenatal multivitamins. I used to take mine at night because my prenatals used to make me so sick. And I feel like that's something that's really common with women is when we take our prenatals, they make our stomach nauseous. But that's why New Chapter has the perfect prenatal multivitamin. It's fermented, so it's better absorbed by your body. And it actually has beneficial probiotics and whole foods to make it easily digestible and so gentle. You can actually take it anytime, even on an empty stomach. It's also made with the finest organic vegetables and herbs. It's non-GMO project verified, 100% vegetarian, certified gluten-free, and there are no added sugars or sweeteners, unlike prenatal gummies. I know those are good, but there's a ton of added sugar in those. You can find New Chapter at the Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, or your local health food store. So go check them out. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What did you want to be or what did you want to do for a living when you were a little kid? When you were like, when I grow up, I want to be this. I didn't really want to do anything that I think of as glamorous. For one, I knew I wanted to be a mom, but I don't know. I don't I don't think I had anything in mind. I think I just wanted to get married and have children. Is that weird? I mean, no. I knew girls like that. Like, yeah. 
That's, there's nothing wrong with that. I feel like in this generation or in society now, like it's almost looked down upon if that's what a woman says, but there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If you just want to stay at home with your kids and love on them and be a good wife and good, be a good mommy and take care of a house or whatever. Like I know we're trying to break like gender norms and traditions and try to get rid of like misogyny and all this stuff too. But if that's like what somebody wants to do, there's nothing wrong with that. So being a little girl who just want, I mean, you have a big heart, you just wanted to nurture something, then like, that's fine, you know, that that's what you wanted to do. Right. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really want to be a nurse, but it wasn't like I didn't encourage you guys to want to do what you wanted to do. Yeah. I mean, I definitely don't think I'm doing what I wanted to do when I was a kid. <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> no, is... I remember you going through your stages of what you wanted to be when you grew up. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't think going on a reality TV show and then everything that's come after it is something that anyone ever, like, thinks about. Maybe they do. Probably not when they're a kid. Maybe, the, like, superstar, like, singing and stuff like that. But well, you always had the it factor. That's what we would <laughs> tell you. You know, you could always charm people or you had you had that personality when people when you walked in the room and people would just watch you. Well, that's very nice. Yeah. Because I don't feel like it's hard in this world that I'm in to not compare myself to other people and think that I'm not like them at all. And what am I doing in it, you know, and feeling like I don't really belong because I don't see myself as outgoing enough, you know, so... No, I see what you're saying, because I feel the same way. I'm very reserved. Yeah. I don't like attention. I don't like people watching me or judging me, like, is she pretty enough? Or I don't know. I think it's kind of funny, because I I think when I was young, I was concerned about that. And today, when people say, oh, you look too young to be a grandma or something like that, I almost get offended because I love being a grandma so much that I want to be the grandma. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, just let me be the grandma, okay? No, I'm like, I'm the grandma. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not the sister. (laughs) Although everybody on my Instagram always thinks, they either think you're my sister. Or your friend. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. This is interesting. Do you think that the notions of what it means to be a woman has changed over your lifetime? Yes, I think a lot of is expected out of women nowadays, and more so from other women than men. I really think that if you want to be a wife and a mother, it's almost that other women take offense to that. Like, why would you want to be that? You can be anything you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Girl power. I know, right? (laughs) That's interesting to hear you say that, though. Um, But I do feel that way, that I feel like women are expected to kind of do it all, though. And when we don't, we, we especially put pressure on ourselves, but we feel like we're failures because we're supposed to be the mom we're supposed to be every you know everything else we're supposed to do it all perfectly and it is kind of expected of us now where maybe it wasn't as so much before plus social media I really do just feel like social media puts such a pressure on everybody to be all these things yeah it's like if you're if you're not professional and you know if and have the 2.5 kids or you know Mm -hmm. and reaching you know that level of of a career 
then you're not an example for your kids. Yeah. It's like, it is social media. And a lot of people have higher expectations of women nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like you can do the boardroom and then come home and be the perfect mom and go to the soccer games at night. And, that, and there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you want. Yeah. I've had jobs, but I haven't had a career. You know, I've worked here and there, and I have a full-time job now, so... Yeah. Well, I think what you're just trying to say is, like, no matter, like, how we're trying to mom, it's just always, like, it feels like there's expectations. Right. And that we should be doing more. We should be doing it perfectly. Right. I guess I'm not a a social media giant. No, I mean, that's kind of my generation and below. Even my generation is... I feel like I'm a little bit too old. (laughs) I see like all these like 23 year olds and 21 year old kids and they know way more and they're involved in way more like TikTok and stuff. Like I, like I guess TikTok's a thing. Uh, It's another app. Never even heard of TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) It's where all the young. Don't even know what it is. It's where all the young cool kids go. Ah, well, that (laughs) wouldn't be me, so. So if you guys have been on my Instagram, you know that I have two other babies, my fur babies, my dog Pippa and my dog Finn. My dog Pippa has been with me long before I ever had children and she is so special to me. And that's why I feel it's so important to me to feed her the best food possible. And I just started trying Farmer's Dog. It's real food cooked fresh and delivered right to my door. And there's no highly processed burnt brown kibble in every meal. And that's why I love that I've switched to it. The Farmer's Dog meals are made from fresh meat and veggies. There's no wondering what's in my dog's food because I can actually literally see it and identify every single ingredient. No processing, no sitting on the shelves for months at a time, just real fresh food. And my dog's transition to the fresh diet was super easy, a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. It was actually fairly gentle on their tummies. The farmer's dog works with top vets to create a complete and balanced meal for your dog, and it's all individual. I have to say, the customer service is also amazing. You can text, email, or call them anytime, and they'll pair you with a pet expert who can help you. I've been feeding this dog food for a few weeks now, and the results have been really impressive. Pippa's coat is so smooth. She's always had coat problems, and her breath is even fresher. It's crazy. Farmer's Dog is a smarter, healthier pet food, making it as simple as possible to give your dogs a better diet. Start your trial today by going to thefarmersdog.com slash mommies and you'll save 50% and get free shipping. That's farmersdog.com slash mommies for 50% off your trial with free shipping. That's farmersdog.com slash mommies. What's your favorite photo of our family? A professional photo? Just any or photo. Just no. any photo? Any photo. I that guess has a good I memory. would say when we were all in the raft going down, I think it was at Disney World when we were all in the raft going down a raft ride and we were all sitting in the raft, me, your dad, Zach and Briley riding in the water raft and we're all like have this scary look on our face but I have that and that's probably when you were what 14 when we went to Disney World yeah yeah Yeah. it was right before my freshman year of high school yeah so you weren't babies but um you know that 
that was a lot of fun because you were 14, Zach was probably 11, and Briley was 7. And we just had a blast because we went to Disney World for, what, 10 days? And we had a lot of fun as a family. So it was probably my favorite picture. I like that answer. Okay, so here's another one that's interesting. Uh, What was the first year of motherhood like for you? Well, you were colicky. (laughs) Like Um, my kids. Yes. Uh, You cried a lot. Your dad was going to school, and we were assistant managers at apartment buildings, so we got to stay home with you, and your dad went to school. So he helped me out a lot, passing you back and forth. But as soon as you turned six months old, you got over your colic. And then Um, I was the best baby ever. And then you were the best baby ever. (laughs) (laughs) You were so cute. And honestly, you were the easiest child after that. Of course, until you hit your teenage years. But um, (laughs) yeah, you were just... You were so polite, which reminds me of Emmy, and so thoughtful and so caring. Um, You just, you were such a good kid. You were so good. And you loved other people. So you lived with dad. And then where were you guys living when I was born? We lived in Denver. In Denver. Mm -hmm. So you didn't have, did you have any family around or was it just kind of you two? No, it was just us two. Um, Well, your grandma and grandpa Roper, they lived in Kremling, which is about two hours away. Okay. So we didn't really have help, but I got to stay home and take care of you. Um, Did you have any friends or was it mostly just you just hanging out? You know what? We moved a lot. We moved yeah. 15 times before you started kindergarten and we moved all over the place. So it was really hard to make friends. Um, and I mean, we would make friends here and there, but I mean, just not, not until your dad got his first job, really, did we settle down and then we made some friends. So, you know, we just, um, we took care of you guys and moved around a lot. Yeah. I do remember that moving around until I was about first grade. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember that. If you're still using one of the big wireless providers in 2019, have you asked yourself, what are you paying for? Between expensive retail stores, inflated prices, and hidden fees, also talk about long, long lines, you've been taking advantage of because they know you're going to pay. Enter Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything is online. Because Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead, they pass the savings down directly to you. Mint Mobile makes it easy to cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. With Mint Mobile, stop paying for unlimited data you'll never use. Choose between plans with 3, 8, or 12 gigabytes of 4G LTE data. You use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number, which is amazing, along with all your existing contacts. Ditch your old wireless bill and start saving with Mint Mobile. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and to get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash babes. That's mintmobile.com slash babes. Cut your wireless bill down to $15 a month at mintmobile.com slash babes. 
how did you manage through the first year of motherhood? Because you're young and you're mostly like by yourself, I guess, when dad is gone and it's just me and you and I'm a colicky, screamy baby. Did you just kind of hang out at home and just get through it? Or did you call people and like, did you, did you just wing it? You know what? I guess I am a loner. Well, I'm not really a loner. No, you're just an introvert like me. Yeah, I'm an um, an introvert and I'm very comfortable. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm very comfortable being on my own uh, or by myself, I should say. Um, So yeah, it was just me and you. And I just enjoyed you. I just loved being a mom and... I did. We didn't have cell phones back then, so we didn't have a lot of distraction. You didn't have Google. You didn't get a Google nope. anything. Nope. Didn't like I Google. Use, I use Google all the time for mommy questions. I mean, we had like three channels of TV back in the day. <laughs> you know, when you got interested in watching a little TV, you basically watched Sesame Street. We'd yeah. watch an hour, but we just you you played. You in, we interacted, and when you were two years old I took you to a little story time two days a week for a couple hours and you enjoyed that I do remember a like preschool that I went to or something where I was supposed to bring show and tell and I was going to bring this mermaid doll that had its tail turn colors with the hot water or cold water yes and I was so excited to bring it and I knew my show and tell week was like coming up and two or three days before my day, some other girl in my class brought the same doll. And I remember being, like, I remember my inner monologue to myself, like being so mad at this girl because she stole my show and tell idea. But I don't know where that was. I can't remember. I think that was in Sterling. But yeah, that was so funny. That was so funny. And I just remember so many show and tells of taking live animals. Oh, puppies. Oh, yes, puppies. Yeah. Every single one of you, you, Zach, Briley, had to take a live animal, it seemed like, almost every show and tell. So I had to pack them up in the car and take this five or six puppies or, you know, a cat or a snake or something to show and tell. We were freaks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I remember in second grade taking Briley to show and tell. I remember actually going up to Mrs. Schwent, that was my second grade teacher's name, and going up to her desk and being like, my mom just had a baby. And we didn't have show and tell in second grade, but I just wanted to make my own show and tell. And I went up to her desk and I was like, can I bring my baby brother? My mom just had a baby and I want everyone at school to meet him. And I remember (laughs) you after school, like after the bell, like right before the bell rang, you brought him in and I like had my little Briley show and tell. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) I think you were the only one in second grade that had a baby brother that little. Yeah, no, I, I remember because you guys were kind of the young, well, you guys were, well, I don't know, because you guys were the young parents for my grade. And then by the time Briley, you had Briley, you were kind of almost like the older parents. Yeah. Or yeah. Well, that was, what, 24 years ago, I mean, and 29 nowadays is the average age, so. Yeah. I think if you're a breastfeeding mama and you have some sort of breastfeeding story, right, there's at least always one thing that goes wrong or is hard. 
It's a hard thing to do. And I think for me, I never know exactly how much supply I have. And I've had oversupply and I've had undersupply and I've had too much for milk and all these confusing things. But moms can experience a dip in supply for a wide variety of reasons during baby's growth spurts, when a mom returns to work, etc. And sometimes that's really stressful. So it's nice to have something that you can at least know is going to help increase your supply. And Upspring has a milk flow lactation cookie that has galactagogues in it, which are breast milk boosters. It's the only cookie with fenugreek and blessed thistle, which are the two most clinically proven herbs to help increase your milk supply. For years, moms have been going through great lengths to boost their milk supply, but now there's a delicious and effective alternative the Milk Flow Lactation Cookies. The Milk Flow Lactation Cookies are available at Target, and listeners right now can save up to 25% by using our code UPSPRING25 at UPSPRINGBABY.com. That's 25% off any UPSPRING purchase. I'm talking any UPSPRING purchase, plus free shipping. That's UPSPRINGBABY.com, promo code UPSPRING25 for 25% off. Breastfeeding is hard. You deserve a cookie. What was life like for you when you were my age? What was life like when you were 32? Well, we were running constantly because by that time, you and Zach were doing every sport and going to school and Briley was three. And so he just went to every sporting event with us. So (laughs) he would just like be out there shooting baskets at whatever ball game there was and running Mm -hmm. after you guys and just busy, busy. I can't even imagine what that stage of life is like right now because we're such in the the little newborn toddler stage thinking about school and sports and activities and all that stuff and how you keep your head on. And at your age now, you would have been 11. That's nuts. Yeah. (laughs) right I can't imagine having an 11 11 year old old right now I'm 11 years old yeah what advice would you give to your younger self at age 20 I know we talked about this earlier but I still still want your answer because I felt like it was such a good answer (laughs) if I can even remember it now no I just I told you I I didn't think I would give myself any advice because I don't think people should look back in the past and tell themselves what kind of future they would live because I feel like I lived my best life and whatever happens in your life was meant to be. Yeah, like whatever lessons you were meant to learn were meant for you on purpose. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody should have a look into the future. Yeah. Or in the past. Like don't, don't live in the past. But I also don't think, I don't, think you should live your life with regret either I mean I think a lot of women nowadays they live with regret like I should have done this or I should have done that and the things you do are are for a reason Mm -hmm. so don't beat yourself up I think that's good advice what would be your perfect day my perfect day well I'm at a different stage now of my life so I get to enjoy the quieter things of life. So my perfect day 
would probably be sleeping in with my boyfriend, Steve. Because <laughs> he's so sweet. And, oh, that's very nice. Um, we've been together for seven years, and uh, we have special relationships. So probably sleeping in with him and maybe going out for breakfast, having coffee, um, relaxing. I really like to garden, mm-hmm. and we garden together. I enjoy every minute that I get to be here and be a grandma now. So I'm involved in this perfect day? (laughs) (laughs) If I could fly in 20 minutes. Well, hey, this day doesn't have to be like realistic. Like I could just poof and be there like the genie. There you go. Okay. Poof and be there and be a genie (laughs) with the kids. On a perfect day, it would have to be sunny, and I love warm weather, Mm -hmm. so it would be sunny, beautiful. We're all gardening. Yes, gardening. (laughs) Um, Maybe Emmy and I and Brooks, when he gets a little older, could go gather the eggs, and I like to grow pumpkins, so we could go to the pumpkin patch. Yeah. Oh, my Um, mom has chickens, you guys. That's what she means by (laughs) gather the eggs. (laughs) We have names for all our chickens. And which are now you have to tell them. <laughs> okay. Well, they're kind of dorky though. So now you have to confess. Well, one's called half and half because it's two different kinds of chicken, so it's half black, half orange. Okay. Um and then we have one that we call sexy chick because she's got a lot of feathers in the back. <laughs> Steve named her that because he thinks she's the hot chick. And um we don't have any kids at home, so we come up with all this stuff but is there only two chickens no there's more chickens but i'd have to really think hard about what all their names are now (laughs) call one red i mean they're just the colors you know sure okay so wait so how does your perfect day end are zach and briley here too or am i just a special (laughs) child No, I mean, everybody of course i mean zach Lindsay, and briley maybe floating around on a cloud i don't know (laughs) (laughs) so we all like what do we do at the end of this day i don't know maybe we have a pool out in the backyard and it's we're just all relaxing listening to music and enjoying each other okay mom i have one last question for you for this little get to know your mom interview and that is what do you want or wish most for your kids Well, I'm pretty sure that all moms wish this for their kids, but happiness, fulfillment, really doing what you want in your life and enjoying every moment, financial stability, of course. I mean, nobody wants to see their child struggle Mm -hmm. through life, and that's love, money, happiness enjoying where you're at at the moment. I think so so many people look to the future all the time. Like you don't live in the now. Yeah. But you're always thinking down the road. If I can just get by one more day or one more year until I feel safe or till I feel like I'm financially able to do something. Right. And that's why I mean financially to come out here every two or three months. I mean, you surprise me when you buy my ticket sometimes, and that's (laughs) awesome. But when I buy it myself, I know I'm investing in my relationship with my grandchildren and my children. Yeah. And I think you put that first in your life. But I just want 
you, Briley and Zach, to really feel good about who you are and where you came from and then your future down the road. And I think if you feel good about what you have at the moment, then later on in my life, I feel good. I feel good. That's good. Yeah. I feel like that's a good spot to end this interview because that makes me, as your child, which is funny to be in this position as an adult now, to think about your parents this way, but I worry about my parents sometimes. So it's nice to hear that because I guess we don't really talk about that, you know? No. So it's good to hear that you Sometimes you're just always, yeah, sometimes you're just getting through the moment of the day and you don't really know what's happening behind just getting through that moment. Yeah. Well, thank you, Mom, for coming on Mommy's Tell All. I hope everybody enjoyed getting to know my mom a little bit better. And I just wanted to give a shout out to Carly before she has her little baby. Oh, yeah. And just say um, congratulations. Um, nothing but love for you because I know Jade really treasures your friendship. I do. She's the best. Yeah, she is. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you for listening to this special episode and an in-depth interview with my mom. Stay tuned for next week because Carly is going to interview her mom and she's going to ask some of the same questions. And it'll be interesting to just see how different everyone's life is and how motherhood looks different for everybody, but how um, we all really have kind of the same core things happening to us and just like the solidarity between women and how we can support each other without judgment and just realize how different motherhood looks for everybody. So thank you for listening and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. (laughs) From the Westwood One Podcast Network. 